This program is presented by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland, Michigan. This presentation coincides with programming on Midland Government Television, covering government affairs in the City of Midland. Last night, we announced the first presumptive positive cases of coronavirus in Michigan. We are taking these cases very seriously and will continue to take every step we can to mitigate the spread of the virus and keep Michiganders safe. This administration has pre been preparing for this for weeks. We've been encouraging Michiganders to practice community mitigation through good hygiene practices. But today, we must acknowledge it is time to take further action. Today, we are here to announce a series of preventative measures that the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services recommends that individuals, businesses, institutions, and other organizations take to protect themselves and their families. We are encouraging people to use their best judgment about what steps are most appropriate to keep people safe and to slow the spread of the disease. These recommendations should be considered minimums. We encourage people to consider going further. Ultimately, these recommendations are about slowing the spread of the disease to ensure that medical facilities have adequate staffing and resources for vulnerable populations and those who are sick. First and foremost, we must take care of those who are at risk of severe illness. If you have a chronic illness that heightens your risk of getting sick, consider staying at home. Avoid non-essential travel. Have a plan for if you get sick and stay in touch with others by phone or email. And this goes for everyone. Stay at home when you are sick. At this time, we must take every precaution to keep our communities safe and protect those at risk of severe illness. If you're sick, stay at home. This is for everyone. Think about those who are at risk of severe illness. Think about our most vulnerable populations. We want to take every precaution necessary to keep people safe and to keep yourself safe and keep our communities safe. I'm calling on our businesses to support their employees to stay home when they need to. It is harder for the single mom who needs to pay rent at the end of the month or workers in the service industry who rely on tips to put food on their own tables. Businesses must step up to help however they can. We are Michiganders first, and we must take care of one another. Our universities, our colleges, our schools, and childcare facilities must be flexible. We are encouraging these institutions to educate their staff and students on preventative hygiene practices. We encourage staff and students to stay home when they are sick. I have had the opportunity to speak with the presidents of all of our universities and community colleges. They should consider telelearning when possible. 
Some have already begun taking steps to mitigate the spread on college campuses. MSU, WSU, U of M, CMU, Michigan Tech, there are many that have already started this and many that are underway. Our schools and childcare facilities should limit large gatherings like assemblies. And after school schedules and schedules around recess time or entry and dismissal of students, mixing large numbers of students and staff, efforts need to be taken to mitigate that. We must do everything that we can so that we protect our students and our families. We're gonna to have to make some tough choices in the coming days and weeks. The Department of Health and Human Services is encouraging everyone to avoid large, large gatherings of 100 people or more. Groups should evaluate and make decisions about whether or not to cancel conferences, sporting events, or concerts. This is to keep the most people we can safe. I encourage everyone to be flexible, take care of one another. We've gotten through tough times in Michigan. We're going to get through this. We must have one another's backs. And that means practicing good hygiene. I'm going to say this every single day. There are easy things that we can do to mitigate community spread and to lower risk washing our hands often, and using 20, counting to 20 while you do it. Practice touching your face less often. Replace handshakes with elbow bumps. And cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough with the crook of your arm or your upper arm. I urge all Michiganders to take these recommendations seriously, to share information with your family and your friends and your coworkers. Even if you are healthy and asymptomatic, you can unknowingly be carrying and spreading the disease. Assume that you are and take those precautions. Do it for yourself, for your loved ones, for your coworkers and the public at large. I want you to think about the asthmatic child or the 30-year-old woman with MS or the grandpa with COPD. Don't put yourself or them at risk. Our kids, our education, our economy is counting on every one of us to do our part. Now to speak more on behalf of the Department of Health and Human Services, I'm going to introduce our Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Janae Caldoun. Thank you, Governor Whitmer. Yesterday, we learned of the first two presumptive positive cases of COVID-19 here in the state of Michigan. Today, the World Health Organization declared this a pandemic. We expect there to be more cases in Michigan, and we expect for there to be community spread. While most individuals who get this disease will have very mild symptoms, this pandemic is serious, and we all have to do our parts to prevent and slow spread as much as possible. Our team at the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has been working for weeks with our local health departments and our healthcare providers to make sure they're prepared to screen and test for this disease. Our state laboratory, 
has also been preparing for several weeks. And for the past two weeks, we have been running samples seven days a week. We have been saying for several weeks, as the governor mentioned, that there are simple things everyone can do to prepare and to protect themselves. Washing hands appropriately, cleaning surfaces, coughing and sneezing appropriately into a tissue or upper arm every time, and staying home if ill. While we do not currently know of any broad community spread in Michigan, we are recommending even more proactive measures that everyone can do to slow the spread of the disease as much as we can. Successful implementation of these recommendations at the individual, the organizational, and the community level will mitigate the spread of the disease and ultimately save lives. This means employers should encourage employees to stay home when they are sick. Staff should be encouraged to telework when feasible and particularly people who are at risk for severe disease. Large gatherings, conferences, and sporting events of over 100 people should be canceled or postponed and organizations should consider even lower limits. Schools should limit large gatherings, such as assemblies. Our long-term care facilities, nursing homes, and other institutions that take care of the elderly or those with chronic medical conditions should limit non-essential visitors at this time as much as possible and should screen staff and visitors for temperatures and respiratory symptoms prior to entry into the facility. Individuals at risk of severe illness, such as elderly and those with chronic medical conditions, should stay home as much as they can and keep away from others who are ill. Community and faith-based organizations should reduce in-person gatherings and activities and consider video or audio of events. The full set of recommendations will be available at our MDHHS website, www.michigan.gov coronavirus. These are our current recommendations. The situation is evolving rapidly. We will continue to monitor the situation and the number of known cases here in Michigan and make further recommendations as necessary. We need everyone to do their part to prevent the spread of this disease as much as possible. And these recommendations will help us prevent that spread and will help us save lives. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm Jeff Donofrio, Director of the Department of Labor and Economic Opportunity. And I'm here to reinforce uh, for employers what we should be doing and what we're recommending uh, to do uh, to help prevent the spread of this virus. Uh, it's on all of us to work together to be flexible and to do what's best for the community. Asking Michigan's employers to think about how they can help slow the spread of the virus uh, is what we're doing today. As Dr. Caldoun and uh, the governor mentioned and released a, a list of precautions they're recommending uh, employers take during this time, that includes, of course, as previously stated, making sure that we encourage staff uh, to take personal protective measures like hand washing, ensuring that, in that hand hygiene supplies are readily available in buildings, cleaning frequently touched surfaces uh, more often, encouraging staff to telework when possible, encouraging individuals uh, at severe risk of the illness to stay home, limiting in-person meetings, 
limiting large-scale work-related gatherings like staff meetings and after-work functions, uh, considering canceling or postponing large gatherings of over 100 people, such as conferences or conventions. Employers can also help by encouraging employees to stay home when sick and notify supervisors of illness. They can ensure that sick leave policies are flexible and consistent with CDC guidelines and that employees are aware of these policies. Examples of that flexibility include not requiring healthcare provider notes to return to work for employees sick with acute respiratory illness, as healthcare providers may be extremely busy and unable to provide these. Also maintaining flexible policies that permit employees to stay home and care for a sick family member. Providing shorter notice periods for leave requests. Front-loading leave time uh, employees earn uh, before being accrued and minimizing disciplinary actions related to attendance policies. These are important measures we recommend businesses and employers take to protect their employees and their communities. Nothing is more important than the health and safety of the people of Michigan. These recommendations are about all of us working together, thinking about our most vulnerable populations and doing the right thing. We will continue to work with the governor and Dr. Khaldun to ensure that we can do all to mitigate the spread of this virus. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Jay and Jeff, appreciate it. Um, I understand that what we are announcing today will prompt a lot of questions. We are going to do our best to answer as many as we can, but there are some questions that we will need more time to work through as things are developing. I ask that you bear with us as we work to get you the most accurate information at the quickest possible moment. These are recommendations that will encourage individuals to use their best judgment. These are minimum recommendations. If individuals or businesses or other organizations want to go above and beyond this standard, we encourage them to do so. And with that, I'd be happy to open it up for questions. Yes, Governor, first question. Uh, there are many people who are concerned about the two cases, the ones in Oakland County, Wayne County, and getting details about these people, where they are, where they went, and uh, the circumstances surrounding their situations. When and how and what can you expand on that and what can you tell us about what it is that is happening with the treatment of these people? I'm gonna ask Dr. Khaldun to respond to your question. Thank you. Yes, so those individuals uh, have been placed in isolation, the two presumptive positive cases from yesterday. Our local health departments are actively working to understand where those individuals have been, who they've been in contact with, and making sure those individuals who are at highest risk uh, are monitoring themselves for, for symptoms and are in isolation if, if necessary. And do we know where specifically they're being treated? I'm unable to share that at this time. Can we also ask the question about uh, testing? Because as I understand it right now, testing is accomplished only in hospitals. Is there an expectation that there will be expanded testing or expanded test criteria in the future to make it so that people who may suspect that they may have issues uh, can get tested more easily? So any individual who believes that they need a test should work with their medical provider. Uh, that medical provider does not have to be connected necessarily to a hospital. It could be an urgent care, it could be a private office. That medical provider can obtain that sample. So it's a nose swab, it's a throat swab. Uh, if you're in the hospital, it's, it's deeper in your lungs. Once they obtain that sample, they can then work with the local health department to send it to our state laboratory where the actual test is done. 
So our state laboratory has capacity today to test samples, and then my understanding from our federal partners is that other private labs are also coming online to be able to perform the actual test themselves. Can you provide an update for us in terms of the number of people that have already been tested, uh, the number of pending tests, and the number of people that are being monitored here in Michigan? Great question. I suggest you go to our website, www.michigan.gov coronavirus. Those numbers are changing by the minute and, and by the hour. Uh, right now, providers are obtaining those samples and mailing them from across the state. So I don't want to give an inaccurate number right now. Can you provide some more detail about how the test works? Um, the way that you described it, it sounds like a swab can be sent to a sample there was, I think, some concern about a, a certain number of kits available. So can you kind of provide some more detail about whether these kits could run out or how we're being provided enough resources to test people here? Yes, so our, our state laboratory uh, does have uh, these testing kits that we received from the CDC. We do uh, rely on the CDC to give us the, the testing kits. Uh, again, so the sample, the swab, is actually taken from a patient and it's sent to our lab or other private labs. So yes, as of today, we do have capacity, but we are going to be relying on our federal partners to make sure that that capacity uh, continues to uh, be there for us as well as other uh, folks across the country. And just to be clear, as of right now, there are still only two confirmed cases in the state. As of right now, as far as my state laboratory, uh, I only know of two presumptive positive cases in the state. But this is evolving rapidly and, and, and will change. Uh, this question is for the governor. Governor, you outlined employer flexibility of the standards that you think should be adopted. How many of those have been adopted by the state via a, a directive or some mandated action by your office? Well, as I said, you know, these are a set of recommendations in the private sector. Certainly, when it comes to state employees, um, we are taking every precaution that we are recommending for others. I think that it's important that uh, we are living precisely what we've encouraged others to do at, at every opportunity that we can. And so we have discouraged public gatherings. We have discouraged uh, people eating together in, in cafeterias where there is that option. We are really um, trying to ensure that everyone has access to proper hygienic um, materials so that they can wash their hands. And so all of these are pieces of that as an employer. We are also working with um, all of the represented employees to ensure that we are able to um, offer the same kind of benefits that we are encouraging the private sector to do. It is, um, of course, with many different um, subsections of our employees. It's, it's a, a little different and inconsistent across statewide, but that's something that we are, are working to ensure that when an employee is sick, we've encouraged them to call in um, and we will work to make sure that there are tele-working uh, opportunities available where that is something that makes sense too. Is there something that the state can do? You talked about um, service industry uh, workers, uh, low-income workers. Is there something that the state assist those people if there's a suspicion that they're sick and they ought to stay home well, I know that Director Donofrio highlighted a few things that we are encouraging the private sector to undertake. We are working diligently with the head of DHHS and Dr. Caldoun 
um, to work with the federal government in terms of different things that we think might be available. Um, we recognize that this is going to be, um, we're going to make some tough decisions here. And we are going to do everything we can to ensure that the public is aware of the facts, or is making educated decisions. And as we uh, move forward, we anticipate additional recommendations and perhaps other um, actions as necessary. But at every juncture, we're going to make decisions based on fact and science and what is in the best interest of the Michigan population. Well, the task forces are informing the work that we're doing today. For instance, the recommendations that I've made, there are 62 individual recommendations in this um, announcement today. It's, it impacts nursing homes and residential care facilities, as well as recommendations around people that are medically vulnerable and at risk. Um, recommendations around universities and college campuses, uh, as well as childcare facilities and schools. And so each of these is a piece of what is the work that is being done by those task forces to ensure that we are um, being thoughtful, that we are being forward-looking, and that we are being aggressive, frankly. When you compare what we have done in the last few weeks to prepare, Michigan is a, a leader in this space at this juncture. We are trying to use best practices that have been deployed elsewhere, but also making Michigan-based decisions um, around a table with experts who are recommending and doing so in a way that uh, to keep everyone informed in real time. That doesn't happen very often. Okay. Well, um, I, I know we had a few logistical issues on the phone line, so um, I anticipate that there will be many questions as we move forward. And that is, um, that is natural, and it is reasonable, and we will do everything that we can to answer questions in real time. This is a situation that is evolving quickly. We are up to this challenge, but it's on all of us to be a part of the solution and to mitigate community spread. I ask everyone to do your part. Thank you, and we will keep you updated. Good night. This program is presented by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland, Michigan. This presentation coincides with programming on Midland Government Television, covering government affairs in the City of Midland.